Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 78. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creative director of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jack Napier Tetris. Oh, wait a minute. I'm a good guy now. Wait a minute. I'm a Jack Napier all-around good guy. What? You didn't see me coming. Wait a minute. Uh, but um, just so everybody knows, I'm running for elections. Oh. So, you know, Jack Napier, 2018. Nah. 2019. This is how we got in this mess in the first place, messing thing. around with people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try me out. You nah, know, some, nah, I got nah. some big ideas. What do you have to lose? <laughs> yeah, you're black in the first place. Oh, oh <laughs> you live in hell anyway. You live, you, you live in hell, you're black. <laughs> uh, uh, try, give me a shot. <laughs> Give me a shot. Give me a shot. You may as well. How bad it. could it be? That's some real trash. It's, it feels especially dark to be making light of this right uh-huh. now. In in the sense, uh, given that we saw Tanahasi Coates speak last night, we sure enough did at UPenn. We did. Uh, one never thought I would just be rolling up into any building at UPenn, mm-hmm. and two didn't think I'd have an opportunity to sit. All the way up in the front row yep. to listen to Tanahasi. I mean, and why speak. not? I don't know. Of course. Uh, and and three, uh, did not ever perceive mm-hmm. that you and I would have an opportunity to go down into the green room mm-hmm. to talk to the man himself about what, yeah. Octavius? About Secret Empire. Mm-hmm. About... <laughs> Yes, go about, tell him, tell like, him, yeah, Adam. Yeah, get yeah, it, wait, wait, get into it, yo. Look, Ta-Nehisi, Adam gets in there, and the first thing he does is yeah. he runs up. He's like, "Yo, so like Secret Empire, right?" <laughs> He's, this is how he did it. Yo, yeah. so like, so like Secret Empire, right? Yeah. So like, what's good with that? You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's yeah, good exactly. for real? Like, how, what, what, did, what did Kenny say that one time? I said, "Hey, what's up, popcorn? Yo, Secret Empire. So <laughs> let, let's talk about that." Ta-Nehisi, wait, hold he, on. Oh, he, no, Ken says, "What's going on, popcorn?" Yeah, what's going on? I was like, "Fam, that doesn't rhyme." He goes. And I'm like, does it? He's like, it does. On popcorn. On corn. It doesn't rhyme, Ken. I know you're listening. What's going on, popcorn? Nah. Anyway, nah. Really appreciated you talking about, uh, you know, the racial divide. Cool, cool, cool. Bigger questions to answer right now. How'd you feel about Secret Empire? How did you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Eight years in power. Uh, was so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had eight years in power. You know, cool. Excited about it, but anyway, b- big issues. Secret Empire, though, mm-hmm. and uh, he went man, right into yeah, it. Yeah, went right into he went, it. I, listen, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> I Ta-Nehisi, felt low key disrespectful. It'd be like Uncanny X Men. Tanahasi, it, it for those of you that may think Tanahasi is just a guy who's writing comic books. That dude loves yeah comic books. Yeah, he. I, I've spoken to him on a couple different occasions. He lights up. Like he was talking about Comic Con, and yeah. I bought all the comics. I Thinking couldn't up original buy. Black Panther issues. Yeah, Kirby when Black I was Anthem. a kid, I couldn't. I bought original art. Tanasi Coates loves, loves, loves comic books and geek culture. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so I want to start the show just with a little gratitude. Gratitude to Tanahasi Coates for making some time. Yes. For Octavius and I to uh, meet with him after he gave a lecture mm-hmm. to hundreds, nay thousands mm-hmm. uh, at UPenn on his brand new book. I mean, he's got important things to talk about. Yeah. And for him to make time to cut it up about comics is uh, profoundly cool. I want to say shout out to Octavia Ridout. Yes. That's Tanahasi's, that's the person who. Set this all up. Yeah. Shout out to her. Thank you very much for making that possible. We appreciate you very yeah. much. Thank you for the five stars and the positive comment. Yeah. Octavia and Octavius. That's her name, Octavia. Octuo. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what's up. Y- y'all got a team. Mm-hmm. You can team up and 
you know, yeah. So we'll, we'll get more into what we uh, what happened when we, when we saw Ta-Nehisi and what his lecture was about a little bit later because it does connect into geek culture in a Truly. very very interesting way. Yeah. But let's just talk about what this podcast is. This is episode seventy eight of Comic Book Junto, and Comic Book Junto is a co- podcast about the philosophy of geek culture. That's right. So we want to just say thank you to our Patreon members for making episode seventy eight possible for Adam and I to get here and talk trash about geek stuff. <laughs> That's um, right. Thank you everybody who has been a Patreon member. We thank everybody who signed up recently to become Patreon member as well. Um we're getting closer and closer to our goal. We really, really appreciate you guys mm-hmm. and we just want to encourage you guys to one if you haven't subscribed to comic book junto on itunes please do so if you haven't you know if you don't follow us on soundcloud please do so also wherever you listen to this episode you can find it all kinds of other places you can find it on google play uh soundcloud itunes the, the, the podcast app um stitcher overcast wherever so please share the junto with a friend if you're a fan so we can expand the junto and please consider adding us to, to your pull list by becoming a patreon member so we can continue to keep the junto flourishing that is correct and we have a few new patreon supporters mm-hmm. that we want to shout out on the air because that is a part of it if you become a supporter we'll give you a shout out because we said we was going to do that we said we was going to do that yeah and we are nothing if not Men of our word. We try to be. So we want to say this show is brought to all of our, uh, brought to you by our supporters, by our Patreon supporters, mm-hmm. friends and members of the Junto. Yes. And uh, on this episode, I want to especially shout out Klaus Mueller. Welcome to the Junto. Yo. And I want to shout out Kevin Zane. Welcome inside. Yo. Happy to have you. Shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. So Adam, tell them a little bit about the philosophy of geek culture, if you if you don't mind. Philosophy of geek culture. Well, what it really means is we put out four episodes in a week. That's what it really yeah, well, means. That's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, but what it means is when Thor Ragnarok comes out, when Stranger Things hits Netflix, mm-hmm. when Batman 34 is on the stands. And when wh- Batman White Knight, which... <sighs> Yo, you got a variant that I didn't. Listen, man, you know how just, I listen. Let me know. That's how I get down. Okay. This is what I do. All right. This is what I. This is what I get down. This is how I, about this how I do it things. This, that looks cool. Yeah, man. Uh, what that means is when geek culture happens, when it is in front of our faces on comic book racks, on the stands and movie screens and on television, uh, we experience that. And then we chop it up. We talk. We dissect the things that we're enjoying. We talk about why we love it, mm-hmm. the things that we needed to do better, mm-hmm. and the way that it makes us feel. Yes. And that is what this show is all about. So what we're going to do is talk about a little bit of comics. We start with our pool list, comics that we picked up from this week. Yep. We're also going to talk a little bit about geek culture news, and let's call it geek culture adjacent mm-hmm. news. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things adjacent. There's some things that don't necessarily fall on under that umbrella. But the thing about geek culture is, man, it, it spreads, it sprawls. It's, it's all a part of everything, yeah. man. It's 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 like saying, I don't know. Yeah. Hip, like hip hop's in everything. It's like saying, you know I don't saying? even know, man. Pop culture. <laughs> exactly. Pop culture. So, so that's what the show is about. And namely, I, I would say maybe one of the most important parts of this show is it's an opportunity for Octavius and I to connect with one another. Yep. Using geek culture as a vessel. We basically... Do deep dives on yeah. geek stuff to see how it affects our community, our culture, and the world around us. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's a much better way of saying what I just. I said. just I keep saying I should write it down. That's good. Like, what, hold on, internet. <laughs> let me just let me pull out the notes. Let me hold on. Oh, you just pulled out his sidekick. Okay, hold on. He's yeah, himself yeah. Right like, now. <laughs> you just jot that down real quick. Community. Uh, while you are doing culture. that, I will introduce our first feature world. on this show. We celebrate around Brown Bag Day. 
us. Every Got week. What, you, what we doing? We celebrate Brown Bag happy Day. Happy belated Brown Bag Day. Happy belated Brown Bag Day to Internet, you. Internet, happy belated Brown Bag Day to you as well. Brown Bag Day is every Wednesday. New comic books hit the stands every Wednesday. And when you go to a comic shop, you might recognize that mm-hmm. those little those little books get slipped into a brown bag. That is correct. It is iconic. Yes. So we celebrate Brown Bag So day. much so that if you don't have a brown bag, I'm kind of like let down a little bit. I feel the same way. But if I'll, you give I'll, me a I'll, plastic bag, I understand if you're doing it for the weather. Sure. It still makes me feel like... No, you give mm. me the brown bag and you put the brown bag in the plastic bag. <laughs> We're all good to go. Yeah. So what'd you get for Brown Bag Day? What'd you pick up? Oh, I'm looking at my list, my stack of comics. I picked up Batman 34, which I'm really excited about. It's continuing uh, Bat and Cat in the Desert. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Talia uh, Al Ghul, which is exciting. Batman White Knight, number two. This is what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And you were reading this before we got on the mic. Yes. If you're not reading Batman White Knight... Fix it. You're drawn. Fix your issue because it's it's really, really worth your time. Yes. Captain America number one, Mark Wade, Chris Samney, uh-huh. and Matthew Wilson. Yo, this book is beautiful. It does look good. I will say, I found out recently, this is only going to be a limited series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pick it up while it's here. Yeah. Extremity 8, you know we're picking up Extremity. You know. If you listen to Comic Book Junto, Extremity has been one of our favorite, our shared favorite series for a while. It's fantastic. So I'm really excited about that one. And did you pick up two issues of Extremity 8? No, I only got is that one. What you're looking at? I only got one. All right. And uh, I am a little bit behind on Paper Girls. And because um, Brian K. Vaughn's other book, Saga, is taking a break right now, I picked up Paper Girls 16. 17 came out yesterday, but you know, I got to catch up. So mm-hmm. that's what's up. I have read Captain America 1, the Wade Samney book. Gorgeous book. Real straightforward as far as the script goes. I think they have a lot of work cut out for them because they got to get people vibing on cap again. Mm -hmm. After the whole Hydra, Steve Rogers thing, Yeah, that is a tall order. Yes. And I also read Batman 34 because I love me some Tom King. And it is, I mean, it's phenomenal. Back to what we... Always good. Back to it. Yeah, back to what I expect. Yes. And I, I really, really appreciate it. What do you got? Here's what I got. I got Batman number 34. I got the Grave Diggers Union, mm. number one. See, the guys at the shop were telling me to pick that up, but I, I didn't give it a shot. Should I don't I know what this is about. Oh, I like the logo on the back. Oh, Simple. that is nice. What is that? Is that a, it's oh, a, it's a shovel? I like it. It's like a it. dig yes. into right. it. Extremity you know, number... People really join in the podcast so they can listen to us talk about graphic design. Well, listen, that's you're what welcome. <laughs> yeah. You're getting what you paid for. <laughs> um, extremity number eight. You already know what time it is. Mm-hmm. And Batman White Knight number two. What is it eight. about this book that you like so much? Spoilers for Batman White Knight number two. Okay. I'm not going to say a lot, but I just want to warn you. Three, two, one. Spoilers. It's your fault for Batman White Knight number two. Mm-hmm. Man, this is really doing the stuff that just seems like it seems like this is the obvious story. Hmm. You know, like... What do you mean, obvious? It's saying all the things that we've said and seen for the longest time. I mean, Batman's like, you know, a decision away from being a super criminal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. 
the difference between a good guy and a bad guy is what they do with their powers and their privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I should write that. Dang, I am. I am. Hey, a, oh, he just minute, pulled out the sidekick. Wait a minute. A difference between a power That's good. Power and privilege. Privilege. P-R-I-V. It's good. I, I'm flipping through the pages of White Knight, and I see, I see what's happening here is, again, we have Jack Napier, formerly the Joker, and he is changing his stance. He's changing his position within Gotham. And now people are paying attention to him and he's calling out the fact that Batman, Bruce Wayne, is running amok. Yo, man, like there's some, I wish, because you haven't read, not read this yet. Not yet. Man, like uh, at some point, we gotta talk about some of the things that, uh, this issue is particularly internet, if you've read issue two, you know what I'm talking about, where he's talking about crime mm-hmm. as a moneymaker mm-hmm. and the role that Batman plays in it and crime at, and how it affects communities mm. and basically people of color. Mm. Like that, there's stuff going on in this book. Okay. That's yeah. why I'm saying I'm like, this is like a very comic book Junto kind of book in the sense of like obvious questions that no one's asking. Sure. Hey, sure. what happens after Batman comes and thrashes a neighborhood and drives a Batmobile through. What happens? There's some people who probably can't recuperate from that. They don't have the funds, right? Resources. Yeah. What, hey. what, are, those, what are those neighborhoods like? Yeah, Mr. What, are those peop- some points. what are those people like? Mm-hmm. What happens to those communities? Mm. What happens with people who got money and privilege? What happens in urban neighborhoods when they get run down? Mm. What do people with money do to urban neighborhoods? They gentrify mm-hmm. It's kind of like, uh. These are like the, the this is the stuff that we talk about. Yeah. It's like so we're not going to talk about the fact that you know what I mean like there's a Batmobile you drove like you blew up a building. How does it make you feel that the Batman is your favorite character? Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel that this comic book is being so critical of your favorite hero? Good. I like it. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Let's talk about it, man. Let's not get away from the fact that we recognize that Batman drops people off the side of the buildings and break their legs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like that, like he is a he is a whole round character. Mm-hmm. He's not just do the right thing and that's it. And flies away. It's like how I make decisions every night mm-hmm. on the spot. Yeah. I got mental pro- that dude is clinically something's wrong with bruce wayne yeah like yeah, we talk we, like we're gonna get into like you gotta be crazy to think a certain kind of way when you break it down what you do every day put on a costume take be of a billionaire millions of dollars you live a double life and then you're going out there accusing other people of being crazy mm-hmm. the whole point of joker is like the funny thing is, you've heard me say this. If you've been listening to podcasts for a long time, you know what I'm about to say. I'm not the crazy one. You're crazy you're the because crazy I know what's wrong with me. Yeah. You think you're sane. Yeah. And, and this book is basically going, you know what? Joker goes, you know what? Okay. I'm going to flip it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to really, instead of putting my energy in like trying to beat you and make you like kill me, I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to lean into the fact of what I've been saying. Hmm. This is going to, not only do I know you're, you're, you're crazy and I know you're like a bad guy too. I'm going to restructure my whole game to go. I'm My whole focus is on getting people to see how crazy you are, hmm. how bad you are for the city, how much, like look at all the consequences and repercussions and all of the things that come from your existence. The whole thing of like the rogues gallery is here because you're here. 
Yeah. Like you think you're here to fight the Rose Gallery. The Rose Gallery is here because yeah. you're here. That's interesting. You know, and it's like in the book is going, you ever think about it this way? Sure. So, and some of the points they're bringing up is like, this is, and I don't want to say, man, this is the greatest book I ever brought up, ever ever read. But the thing about it is it sparks good conversation that I want to have. Right, right. You know, how do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. What would that be like? That's what, that's, that's what I like about this book. This is a... And the artwork is dope. This is an... Yeah. And the, the art and the dialogue, the script is done just by Sean Murphy. Matt Hollingsworth is on colors and the colors are great, but Sean Murphy is unstoppable. (laughs) Uh, It's an eight issue miniseries. Mm -hmm. And when it is done, it is done. And, you know, I wonder if maybe we want to actually put it under the glass and do an episode on it when it's wrapped, Mm -hmm. you know, just take a look at the full Hmm. body. Hmm. And talk about it. You you are very right. This is well suited to this show. The way that we do this, but we think about is, this is to culture. ask these kinds of questions. Geek culture philosophy. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm into it. Maybe we can. Uh, I, I don't know how. We shall see. But maybe we can find our way to talk to Sean Murphy hmm. and ask Internet. Him some of the big questions. Internet. Anybody got a Sean Murphy connect? Let us know. For real. Listen, mm-hmm. man, can you put us in contact with Sean Murphy so we can chat with him about Batman White Knight when it's over or maybe when the process or when issue eight comes out? Yeah. I want to ask him about the, the the connotation of the name White Knight because the la- one of the things that comes up in my mind as soon as I found out about this series is the fact that uh, Frank Miller was just wrapping up his Dark Knight, the master race, and yeah. now we have Batman White Knight. And I, I can't help but... I can't help but think about the racial connotation. Why is that? Why? There's no everybody they're the same race. Well, but, well, part of the reason why. They, well, that's part of the reason why I would want to mm-hmm. ask. Like, what is it that made you think about this title in particular? Did you ever have a moment when you thought, like, mm, I wonder if this implies anything? Does it insinuate something that I don't mean to introduce? What is? What are you getting from it? Well, White Knight is uh, uh, something that I think about specifically when it comes to like I'm the white guy who comes in to fix the problem for minorities. Hmm. I came. Is to that you- what a White Knight is? Well, I th- it's sometimes used as that's a white savior, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. But uh-huh. I, I would call it like analogous. I think sometimes it would be used as a pejorative, like uh, Bono goes to Africa as the white knight to fix the community. And it's it's something that ticks with me, namely because of the master race, the Dark Knight 3 came up. And uh, I'm not saying that that is intentional and that that was supposed to be the impact but it's something that i think about and i wonder because sometimes i think about this what i know we've said it before about bruce wayne Mm -hmm. bruce wayne's power is white privilege (laughs) that's his power he got a lot of it like more than many oh man i think he's his power is also that he he, got that money too he's yeah he's 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 used his privilege in a particular way yeah Yeah, he's got more than just white privilege but he does he does have that and that does help i mean the fact that you were born into billions of dollars does give you the opportunity the platform to be able you know what i'm just gonna go off and learn from the league of shadows that justice league teaser well, how about hold, hold, wait, now, no, wait, we, now, I know wait, now, wait, now, wait, you've seen it. Wait a minute. You've seen it. I want to forget it. it. Okay. But that's fair. That's fair. If you want to forget now, I don't it. Even, I, I don't even know what you're about to say. That's how up. good I am at forgetting something <laughs> oh, I thought I said wow. it. I don't even remember. I don't Damn. even know 
What you about to say? Some meditative. <laughs> Octavius watches the teaser, erases it from his mind That's voluntarily. That's right. And then says, I don't even remember what I, I don't even remember what I saw I for think Black I Panther. I want to see that based on no information. <laughs> I, I got the feeling. I had it stored in. White Knight, I looked up the definition. Uh noun, white knight, a person or thing that comes to someone's aid, a person or company making an accept uh, um, an acceptable counteroffer for a company for a company facing a hostile takeover bid. Hmm. No, so, the, the, the other, the other hostile, literal, wait a minute, hold on. The other literal translation here is, I think about Joker's white paint, the, the face paint. Well, this is what, it, this is, this is what seemed obvious to me uh, in light of what this book is about. Mm-hmm. What's Batman? Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's the, uh, Joker's the, the yin white yang into this. Yeah. Situation. Like, especially in light of the, the position he's taking in the book, which is like, hold up, no violence. Mm-hmm. Well, well, not no violence, well, maybe, but different angle. Sure. I'm going to blow you up. I'm going to stop you from blowing me up. I'm going to blow you up. I'm gonna, I'm not going to blow you up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go a different way. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we've been doing for however many issues. Dark season. Rabbit season. Right. Dark right. Season. Yes. Rabbit season. Let's. I'm going to go a different way. You know what? It's duck season. Yeah. But I'm no longer a duck. Mm. What you going to do now? Interesting. Because that's what he's basically doing. Yeah. Come and get me. I'll blow some up. Come and get me. You know what? I'm not going to blow anything up anymore. Mm. I'm going to show you. You need me. You need me. Like, you need people like me to point <laughs> your fingers and say, that's the bad guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tony Montana. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's his whole. That, you, know, you need people. Okay. Look, to look at. Okay. Yeah. Al Pacino as Jack Napier. Right. Great. That, yeah. Good. So anyway, yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's what I got for books. Um, so now we got that out of the way. Let's get right back into it. Tyrese. All right. Man. Tyrese versus like... The Rock. Yeah. Uh, Finally, uh... Tyrese has come back to Instagram. Yeah, he has come back to Instagram. I don't Woo! think it's like a finally situation. Woo! Um, let's let's give the, the really quick Woo! TLDR, and then we'll explain a little what bit. What does that mean? Here. Too long, didn't I Too read? Too long, didn't read. Mm-hmm. The TLDR here. Is uh, Tyrese is threatening. okay? Hello, okay. hello, right, loyal fans and loved go. ones from our that. Fast Universe. This is Tyrese's Instagram. Fast underneath, universe. underneath is you realize the Fast Universe is definitely a flop. I'm sorry to announce God. that if Dwayne <laughs> is in Fast Nine, there will be no more Roman Pierce. You mess with family and my daughter's survival, I mess with yours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Close your eyes, dude. You're a clown. Yeah. In quotations. <laughs> Hashtag candy ass bitch made. Okay. All my real one. It says one. Just one. All my real one dot 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 men on integrity. What does that mean? Are you on integrity? Men on integrity dot 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 my real ones out here okay stand up folks that gp to the gym and get big naturally hashtag no juice hashtag no oj spinoff huh (laughs) spin off these nuts (laughs) okay okay we we, we're going no 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 spin off these nuts selfish champ Pause. Notice who's got his arms around my shoulder and who's standing alone. Hashtag our children matter. What the? F- <laughs> what is this? 
Tyrese is on some Instagram slam poetry. <laughs> Yo, this boy said, "Hello, Folks that world." GP to the gym and get big naturally. Hashtag no juice. Hashtag no OJ spinoff. All my real one men on <laughs> integrity. What? Is going you know, I had, on. I actually had a friend. He was on. Tyrese. He was on Integrity for a little while. It was bad, and we, we got him off Integrity. Mm, He's mm, doing a lot better mm. now, which is nice. But you know, like mm. try, try to make sure that people yeah. are not on yeah, Integrity. Yeah. Bless his heart. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Tyrese. Bless his heart. I got a lot of questions. Namely, this is one of the first ones that I gravitate Hashtag, to. Hashtag. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I do. See, first of all, <laughs> I, uh, my 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 biggest question is something that is easy to just kind of glaze over here. But let's not ignore that he says, you mess with my daughter's survival? <laughs> Is this taken? <laughs> Is this some Liam Neeson? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? In the fast universe. So here's what I think. Here's what I imagine is taking place. Let's just, I hope this is not true, but Ty, let's just say Tyrese's daughter, she's got like the T-virus, okay? What? Yeah, hold on. She's got the T-virus. And The Rock, my man, very rich, Rock, he purchased the sole vial what of are, the cure for the T-virus. What is going on? So look, he's got the only cure. He's got a vial Are the you cure. basically just trying to create a scenario that justifies his actions? This is correct. And then Tyrese is saying, yeah, I need the cure. D-Wayne won't give it to me. Okay. You're messing with my daughter's survival. Okay. Because I cannot fathom what that means. So I assume it's like, you know, The Rock is doing some villain stuff, like some Doctor Doom. I don't get it. Your daughter's survival? You will bow before me, Tyrese. Oh, man. You will not get the serum unless you give over to the dark. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. The Rock has arrived. Yeah, I'm he confused. He has come back for Fast 9. So the thing I don't know is, what this voice is I'm The doing. point is, is Tyrese is saying he's not going to be in Fast 9. Do you if, care? If, I don't Do you care? I don't want to mess up the Fast Universe. I don't want to break the fast universe. <laughs> Hashtag fast family. But uh, do I care? Look, if, if Roman Pierce doesn't show up, shame. Oh, well. This is like when you're, there's a fight in your family and somebody doesn't show up at the family reunion. And you're like, well, everybody knows why he's not here. Like Everybody understands that, right? We know why Tyrese didn't come. But, I mean, we're good. We're going to be fine. Who are Tyrese's friends? Like, know. who... <clears throat> Who's in his squad? That's he got like, three hundred and thirty-seven thousand likes. Yeah, Tyrese. You know what I'm saying you should have been told him. You know what I'm saying to 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 like look. What you should do, right? See, look, because you don't try uh -huh. to tell him before. If, if if you know what you should do, Tyrese. If they don't, if <laughs> if the Rock do the spinoff, you shouldn't do Fast Nine. That's what I think. You should you should just tell him you ain't gonna do it. He like you know what? You right. See, cause I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna do Fast Nine if they say that. Yeah, Tyrese, I say, I, 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 absolutely. What is Can, Tyrese let me, gonna let me, do? Let me, let me hold like. What is hold, Tyrese working on? Let me hold on? like five hundred. Can what I hold like five hundred? Five hundred dollars. Uh, Tyrese, is, he's singing. Let's get it on to his daughter. <laughs> Why? You know, he's talking. Let's he dedicated. Uh, 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 I don't know. A different version of Let's Get It On to his daughter at a show. What is a different version? <laughs> I don't know. A daddy daughter version. I don't know. Get what on? I don't know. Your backpack. Let's get your backpack <laughs> on. Let's get your PJs on. Let's get them on. 
Is that what this is? I'm confused. Let's get I am your backpack on. confused. <laughs> let's get your PJs on. Let's get, or, or look, let's, hold on. If it's the T-virus, let's get that hazmat suit on. Oh let's God. get it on. So you can come out and, and you know, socialize. Yo, this is a Let's get your PJs on. Jesus. Woo! I'm, oh, I man. don't know. There's a part of me that when I see Tyrese wow. posted on Instagram, part of me is gleeful and the other part is terrified. Mm. You know? Mm-mm. It's like a good scary movie. It's like a good scary movie. I'm so excited to find out what this is, but I don't want to stick my head around that corner. All right. Let's get let, let's we'll come let we'll, us get it on. We'll, as in get on with the we'll, rest of the we'll show. We'll come back. We will keep you up. Will to we? <laughs> yeah, we, we will. We will keep you up to date with the goings on of the battle of the century, which is Tyrese <laughs> versus whoever he's having an imaginary fight with. Goodness gracious. And let's talk about a real battle. Okay. Let's talk about a real battle that's going on. Okay. In these streets. Mm-hmm. Big, yeah. sh- big shock. Big shock. AKA fake shock. You get me. Apparently. Huh? Uh, big shock. You don't know. Came for Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille. I think, as he says, and Shaquille O'Neal, the original Shaq. <laughs> when the team went quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Your man's ducking. You man are ducking. Uh, Shaq, did you know Shaq has bars about his backyard? Shaq foo. Well, okay, fair. What? Fair, fair, fair. Shaquille been, Shaquille been giving bars since many, many moons ago. For, for, with the foo schnickens? Whoa. You <laughs> what? You <laughs> You say that one more time. You don't time? know about the Foosh Nickens? Tell me Yo, more. Google. Get your Google on. Can I tell you? I'm not comfortable with saying that word out loud. I think it's racist. <laughs> I won't say it. So, no. I don't know anything about it. Well, listen. Your man, Big Shaq is out here. Foosh yeah, I mean, he's been telling him. He's like, Shaquille, link me. Man's in, man's in U.S. Yeah, he's in America. He's been telling him. He's like, yo, you man. find him. Come holla at me. Well, and Shaq uh, finally gave him some bars. Yeah, yeah. About a minute let's, of his bars are about his backyard. Let's just clarify for those of you that don't know, because we I found out in the Facebook group, which is so funny. I found me. out in the in the Combo Junto Facebook group for the Patreon that some people did not know that Big Shaq <laughs> is a comedian. He's a comedian. Like it's a joke. Yeah. The whole man's not hot thing. He's not a real. He's not re- like it's a joke. The whole fight in the poof. Yeah. You supposed to be on fire in the booth. You would have been on fire in the booth. Like, yeah, that was all is, a, that's a joke. His name is Michael Dapa, and he's a he's a British comedian. Yeah. This is I mean, this is think think of this like uh 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 Borat. Borat. Exactly. Exactly. It's that kind of character. And this is really just making fun of and, and doing a parody of the uh UK Roadman, rap. UK rap. Yeah. Right, like the the thug gangster rap in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it is it, it nails Great. it in Great. every single way. And Shaq did a response, but I I have to believe it's all in good fun. <laughs> Internet, I'm sorry if I'm spoiling it for you. This is not real. It's a it's good fun. It's it is a joke. A goof. Enjoy yeah. it. Just enjoy it as such. Have fun. It's a lot of fun. So I'm good with that. So do, Halloween. Do you think the Tyrese Rock thing is maybe a fake? I swear, if this all turns out to be a two year promo uh. for Fast Nine. Yeah. Well done. Let me ask you this. Well done. Do you think the Cosmic Cube has any play in this? Do you think maybe Tyrese will Hydra? Hey, <laughs> we shall see. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Halloween has come and gone. Halloween has come and gone. Did you enjoy Halloween? Did you do anything? You have. Oh, my word. 
You have a a new baby. I have a youngling, yes. Which means you have like costumes to do. So let me tell you something. Tell me something. I have a I have a child. Uh-huh. Halloween has come and gone. Mm-hmm. I didn't link it. Mm-hmm. I didn't link that like, mm-hmm. oh, Halloween. Because for me, Halloween as an adult is just kind of like, it's yeah, a day, you know? Yeah. Right. But when Halloween came, it was like, my wife has said, oh, I'm going to go to the Babies R Us and I'm going to buy a costume. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But it wasn't until I saw a bunch of kids dressed up that I was like, I totally missed Damn. out on a really cool opportunity. Sure. To like, so... But you got next year. I mean, in next oh, I year, many, right, I got many right, years right, to come. Lot of, but my wife dressed Zuri up as a bumblebee. I saw the bumblebee, and I was like, "She's making the most Octavius face <laughs> I've ever seen, <laughs> ever." She got like the scrunched up face, real incredulous look, but also got a little bit of a smirk, yeah. right? Like enjoying this uh-huh. situation. Yeah, that, love yeah, it. That is my child. Love it. So I didn't get a chance to get in there and come up with a really cool costume. But next year, mm-hmm. you know, I can't wait till she's old enough to go to Comic Con on the kids' day. Oh, I can't wait till you know we can do Holly- Halloween. So, you know, we went to a little Halloween party for kids. So really, what it was was like. For adults with kids mm-hmm. and, pe- you know, kids that are a little bit older who can kind of enjoy it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> My main thing with Halloween anymore as an adult is I like seeing what other people do. Because mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person who, I, I don't cosplay. I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, resourceful or crafty. But the people who are do amazing stuff. It's, I mean, it I just, is so cool. I just recognize that Halloween is just cosplay for everybody else. Yeah, it's cosplay day. Right, yeah, for the exactly. world. For the, for, for the whole for, world. For, for, Everybody who celebrates, right? Even though we know, as in, and maybe that's another reason why Halloween's not a really big deal to me. Geek culture is sort of cracking. Yeah, it open. like we we see people dressed up in really in way cooler costumes yeah. all the time, Good like point. as a regular regular point. So Halloween, like you see Steph Curry rolled up as the little thing from Saw. Yeah. LeBron James was dressed up as Pennywise. I mean, some really, really dope costumes out there. Yeah, a lot the, of celebrities had some The cool one stuff that out. I'm I'm most excited about is uh, Stephanie Beatrice. She's on the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You ever watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yes, I have. Excellent show. Stephanie Beatrice dressed up as America Chavez. There we go. And it is too real. This is why this is important. This is why it's representation is important. Amazing. It's so cool. Uh, the costume looks awesome. She looks awesome. She's clearly a fan of the comic. And Gail Simone, writer uh, uh, for DC, retweeted a, a picture of her dressed as America Chavez. And, mm-hmm. and you know, that, that that's the sort of thing that travels. You see basically the prototype, the concept art. This is what it could look like, DC. Yeah. Or Marvel, rather. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you if you wanted to bark up that tree, maybe call Stephanie Beatrice. That that's the sort of stuff that got me really into it. I was I was excited about that. I saw Neymar. You know Neymar? Professional soccer player? Mm-mm. Footballer? I'm not familiar. He dressed as the Joker from Suicides. Why? Why? Come on now. Why correct? Come on. It's a mess. Batman anime series. Give me some Heath Ledger. Even give me some Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Come on, agreed. Jared Leto, don't just don't uh, love yourself. All right. So, uh, speaking as actors and actresses portraying other characters, this may not actually be Halloween, but this is big news. Otherwise, yesterday we received word from Disney that the Lion King movie is still on track, and there is a new massive edition, summer 2019. Yeah, the Lion King featuring Beyonce as Nala. Mm. And 
every person that you want to fan cast this mm. is in it. James Earl Jones is coming back as Mufasa. Donald Glover is Simba. Yes. Chiwetel Ejiofor as Scar. Mm. I mean, it's just absurd. It's- Alfrey Woodard we got in here. Um, John, uh, John Connie, he played um, T'Chaka, mm-hmm. T'Challa's father. Mm-hmm. Keegan Michael Key is in there. Eric yeah. Andre is in there. Mm-hmm. John Oliver as Zazu is perfect. Perfect. Although, I will say, summer 2019, right now, from fall 2017, right, and the way that Twitter looks, specifically the way that our president uses Twitter, I don't know if we're going to get the summer 2019. I'm just not Listen, sure. I found, I found out that there's going to do a... Uh, a Lion King movie thing is no one casted me. There's a role I'd like to play. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't say. I hear. I hear. Uh, James Earl Jones is coming back. Mm-hmm. Loser. Terrible. Horrible job with Mufasa uh-huh. in the past. Yeah. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna get in this piece and I'm gonna do Mufasa. That's crazy. He's gonna do. Mufasa. Listen, Simba. You know what time it is. <laughs> um, let everybody know that uh, taxes are going up. That's what's what's what it is. Bad. Not good. And. uh you know, 45 wants to use Lion King as a way to secretly repeal Obama. <laughs> That's my understanding. Uh, I, I do yeah, say. Can you imagine so 45 gets to this Mufasa? Uh, Crooked Hillary is the reason why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mufasa, uh, don't avenge my death. Uh, Crooked Hillary uh, killed me. Cro- Crooked like, Hillary Scar killed me. like, I did it. No, nah. it wasn't. It was Hillary. It was Crooked Hillary. Scar was working me. with Obama. <laughs> <laughs> the Obamas are. Uh, it's like what in the world? Who I am. I am looking here. here. I don't know uh, this actor in particular, but JD McCrary is is uh, playing uh, young Simba, and it occurs to me that that is uh, Simba Sparks' rap name, Miss Young Simba. I'm looking at this immediately and realizing hey. that's that's what's up. It's, hey, hey, man, it's Young Simba on the track. Young Simba <laughs> on the track. Did you just? <laughs> it's all over the place out here. Yeah, I'm excited about that movie. Yeah, more more news going into video game territory now. Yeah, um, huge news from a video lot, game land. A lot of stuff going on. Have you caught these PlayStation trailers? Yeah, Sony had a, uh, a a bit of a conference this past week. It's Sony's Paris Games Week, so it's an international conference, and we were blessed with a trove of trailers. Let's go through a couple of them. Let's please. So you see, God of War. I did. I have thoughts. Give me, give them, give them over. Man, that kid is going to be annoying. <laughs> very annoying. Very quickly. At one point, Kratos has to say to his son, "Just stay back, stay behind." But me. at a certain point in time, he's going to say, "Would you get the f out? Would you please?" It's like a rock monster. Sit down. It's the rock monster attacks us. We won't go to Valhalla. Um, it, it does not attack. Just, yeah. Get behind me, boy. Shut up. Boy, shut your mouth. Yeah, so I'm... Listen, I'm not going to keep telling you the same thing over and over again. <laughs> I'm excited about the game because I love the series. Have and I know noticed? you do too. This is one of my favorite games. But I've been I waiting just for this don't to come back. A, I don't want a kid in there. Don't put a little yappy kid in there. Don't disrespect my child. <laughs> my fat, Kratos. Listen, I have an I'm accent. Sorry. I'll throw it and it'll come back to me. Yeah, that's true. Yo, I, I'm very excited about... like. I mean, I love these God of War games. Yeah. We got Kratos. He's bearded. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the, the 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 chain swords. I want to know why. Yeah. He's older. He's using different weapons. <clears throat> yeah. He's got like a Mjolnir type of That he can throw he and it, like, and yeah, it, it calls it back. Couple, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I'm interested in the, like, the fighting and the, the gameplay and the, you know, always have the huge giant bosses mm-hmm. that you have to fight and do the, do you still do the button combinations, it seems like? I mean, I don't know. 
It looks good, though. I'm into it. Uh, I also saw a trailer for you know the expansion for Destiny 2, which I'm very excited about. Man, do I need to play this game? Only if you got a lot of time. Let nope. me just say that. So Maybe you not. know, you can just cut it out right there. I saw a trailer for Monster Hunter World. I've mm-hmm. never played a Monster Hunter game. What is this about? What's that about? It's it's very popular in Japan, and it's uh, uh I I find it to be a very intimidating series. It's got a steep learning curve. But they're coming out with a new one that's supposed to be more accessible. And I saw that you can play as the character, the protagonist from Horizon Zero Dawn, which I loved. Hmm. Her name was Aloy. I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Spider-Man. Hey. Miles is in this trailer. Miles is walking around in the trailer having interactions with Peter Parker. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Does the Blackout Congregation extend to video game trailers? I mean, for, for me... Like, I'm done with trailers for that game. Okay. But I'm a little less like, no, 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 with, with video games. Because games are a much more expensive commitment, and you have to interact with them. Yeah, it's not like someone can, like, a trailer is going to show. I've never watched a trailer and been like, oh, this ruined the whole game for Fair. me. Yeah, that's, that's just not an experience I have. But at the same time, I'm just a person who likes to likes to have surprises. So True. I really just try to... You know, see it and go, okay, cool, I'm good, but I'm not running out the room like I do with uh, with other stuff. Now, let's talk about one of the surprises from Sony Games Week in Paris, uh, which is the look that we have at Last of Us Part 2. You played Last of Us Part 1. Yes, I did. I think we've talked about this. When they announced Last of Us Part 2 was coming out, I said, well, I better finish Last of Us 1. Yeah. And I hopped back in and I finished it up. And we've talked at length about the end of the game and you know, our different takes on whether or not that was conclusive or right. substantial. Right, right. And uh, I think we can both agree that the the general experience of Last of Us, at, just as a game in itself, is top-tier, excellent video game. I would say so. Now, the second one, we first got to see, I think, a, a teaser during E3. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't played Last of Us, uh, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly, highly. I mean, like, this is some of the top, highest echelon video game you can play. Yes. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, if you haven't played Last of Us, you should. I but agree. the second game is showing us now a trailer that doesn't feature any characters we know. Mm-hmm. We don't see Joel. We don't see Ellie. We see brand new characters and some particularly nasty business. Going Spoilers down. for Last of Us 2. Last of Us Part 2 mm. trailer just came out. If you don't want to know about this, skip forward because we're about to have a little conversation about it. Yeah. So tell me some thoughts because we were talking about this in the... Uh, Patreon Facebook group. Yeah, the conversation kicked off in the Patreon because a lot of us are really excited about this game. That makes sense. Yes. And what we see in this trailer is gorgeous, beautifully rendered footage of a woman being drugged. She's bound and she's being drugged through the mud by two figures. Mm-hmm. And then she's she's being hung. Basically, they're uh, uh, putting a noose around her neck. Mm-hmm. We don't know her name. We don't know anybody's name. Right. Uh, I was like, is that Ellie grown up? Yeah. Is that... Immediately you start Who to wonder. Who is that? Yeah. So she and I'm be- like, and I, honestly, in my mind, I was like, did I miss this? It, right. Th- did I forget this? But as it turns out, these are new characters. We don't know them yet. Or at least we don't, I don't think we do anyway. And these uh, these figures are are putting her up. On a noose, on a branch, they're going to hang bucket. her on a bucket, and then the, uh, a woman takes her hood off, and she's, you know, she's clearly our villain 
I think. You in, think. In this situation. You think. I think. And uh, she lifts the shirt of the woman being hanged, and she presses a knife against her abdomen. Like, mm-hmm. okay, she's about to cut her open. And during this time, uh, someone... What is this? Somebody rushes in. Another woman, an Asian woman, rushes in to try to stop this from going down. And then some other figures grab her and pin her to the ground and take a blunt hammer and smash her bicep. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I don't know about you, Ock, but I had a tough time watching this trailer. Why is that? Because it's, you know how I am with gore. I've talked about it. Like sometimes there are things, even in comic books, mm-hmm. just on a static page. I'm like, ah, this is gratuitous Mm -hmm. but uh, in this this game is so beautifully rendered it looks so lifelike at times watching this and watching someone in that much pain yeah and that kind of like vulgar visceral bones cracking smashing that person's arm Mm -hmm. the job is being done which is the it's this is horrible to watch this is brutal yeah it's truly brutal yes so this woman is being bashed and you're reminded of how messed up Last of Us is. Yeah. Really messed up. Yeah. And then arrows are flying, and then people are getting killed, and I, it is such an intense experience. The Asian woman whose arm was bashed gets back up, and she's trying to save the day, and I, I don't know what to make of it other than it's environment setting, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah. like it's like a reminder of what Last of Us is. For right. Me, I think. Yeah, welcome back. What? Yeah. Well, it's, 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 like, it's like welcome back, but also welcome to something new. Sure. Because you don't know what's going on here. Sure. So it's like remember what this is like, but also keep in mind you don't know everything about what this is like. True. Yeah. True. So you know we we're sharing this in the Facebook group because we're excited for the game. Mm-hmm. And I found something on Polygon, Polygon.com. Yeah. A website I really love and appreciate, and they put a lot of video game news up there and some opinion pieces. And I found a piece on Polygon that I thought was provocative and worthy of sharing with other people. Mm-hmm. And the title of the piece is. Stop Using Extreme Violence to Sell Your Game. It's written by a woman named Julia Alexander. How do you feel about that? Well, reading through the piece, I feel a number of different ways. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, before I ask you how you feel about that, what's the piece say? Yeah, so what the piece is saying is it's describing the fact that this is a trailer for a video game. And that's an important operating part here. It is a trailer for a video game. Yep. And the way that Naughty Dog is going to sell the video game and, and appeal to you is by showing you a lot of serious extreme violence. And the piece is particularly taking the angle that this violence doesn't seem justified because the characters don't have names. We don't have context for what's happening. And what we're seeing is violence and, and maybe more specifically violence against women. Uh, and that's from, from the perspective of this writer, th- she's had enough of that as a tactic to sell stuff. Have it, had enough of it, th- of what is a tactic to sell stuff? Uh, like, like violence against women, gratuitous violence, uh, I think in particular against, I, I believe that that's my interpretation of the piece Okay, because, uh, other examples brought up throughout the piece are, um, the killing joke and, and Joker torturing Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. We've had conversations about that when the killing joke was animated and we went to go and see the movie. Right. Um, and also uh, another example, the, the infamous, 
and terrible billboard for X-Men Apocalypse mm-hmm. that showed Apocalypse choking the life out of Mystique. Right. I know we've talked about that right. on the show. And uh, the, the writer seems to have this, this, this perspective that women weren't in the room. The assumption is, anyway, women weren't in the room making this trailer because this kind of violence is egregious and uh, perhaps too close to home. And, and therefore, a bad, morally bad way to sell video games. Or really, morally bad way to sell anything. And that's, I, I want to say that that is the gist of the piece. And that brought up some conversation mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, whether or not people agree with that take. And mm-hmm. we started to have a conversation ourselves about it the other night. Right. And uh, I wonder where you are with that. You know, what does that make you feel? Well, when I saw the trailer, I was excited about the game. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man, who is this? What's going on? What's happening? Where are these characters? What does this mean for the show, for the future of it? Um, whoa. Like, I want. I can't wait to play this game. When does yeah, it come yeah, out? Yeah. I need a date. I need a date. I need a date. I need a date. That's all I was thinking is, when's the date? When can I have this? Um I didn't think, whoa, this is a lot of violence against women. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it that way. Um, that, that uh, like, and I read the article. So in reading the article, I got the similar vibe of like the example of the killing joke. And yeah, sure. Joker is violence towards Batgirl, Barbara Gordon. Yeah. And the violence against Mystique from Apocalypse in that trailer, which is, you know, like Apocalypse holding Mystique by the throat. Yeah. So those two examples right there. Mm-hmm. And when I look at this trailer, I go, what are you, what are you talking about? Got this you. trailer and those examples don't even go together. Not in the same category? No. What, what would it's you not say, the same thing at all. What would you say, or how do are they separate? Because you're talking about men committing violence against women. Okay, so Joker committing violence against Babs. Right. And Apocalypse committing violence against Mystique. And you're saying... And in this situation, we have... Um, well, I guess there are men involved, but really the core of it in the, in the people's faces that we see are, are women committing violence against other women. Yeah, so I, I really don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> As John like, Oliver would say, hashtag feminism. <laughs> like, I, I mean, honestly, I'm genuinely like, I, I, you're, you're missing me. Like, I don't understand what this argument is. Hmm. Stop using violence against women. What does that mean exactly? Like, what, is that, what does that mean, hmm. violence against women? Like, that's so vague. And it, it's not it's not attached to anything. Like, what kind of violence against women? Violence from who against what women? Violence like what? That, that's such a blanket statement that I think is something that make, that should make your ears perk up and go, okay, what, what's happening? Yeah. But when I hear when I read the article, I go, so it sounds like you were triggered by the trailer. Yeah, that I, that's what I'm getting. Uh, it sounds say, like you didn't like the trailer. It sounds like the trailer made you uncomfortable. Yeah. It sounds like the trailer put you in a space that you didn't want to be in. Valid, 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 valid. Yeah. But stop using violence to sell your video games. I'm sorry. That's what this video game is about. Mm. If I get a Last of Us game and it's not violent, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the game is about. It's not the Care Bears. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Ellie went through violence. Joel went through violence. Other men went through violence. Yeah. Other women went through violence. Sure. If you played Last of Us 1, 
This is a violent game. Yeah. So this blanket statement of stop using violence against stuff, but it's kind of like, I don't know if that's the point that you're trying to make here. Yeah. Because if it is, I just really don't see how this trailer. So let's, let me just break down a couple of things. Mm-hmm. We want representation. This is my perspective, right? Yeah. We want black people mm-hmm. in leading roles. Sure. We want Stories told about black people, about people of color, about women of color, yeah, about people from the LGBTQ community, about men and women, and all of this stuff, right? So the story is being, you see a trailer mm-hmm. and you see a woman who's in charge of the group of bad guys. Sure. She's in charge. Yeah. She's running it. Right. She's telling men what to do. It looks like she's got two like... One or Black, one or two like Blackies. goons yeah. that are men, so she's running the thing, right? The other woman who's being dragged, noose around her neck, all that kind of stuff. She's jacked, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's like looks like she looks like an action hero. There is a part in nearing the end of the trailer where we get to see her escape and stand up, and yeah, she looks like she looks. She, like, she got a little Rambo effect. She, on. Yeah, yeah, she looks like an action hero. Yeah. So we see a woman. Who's visually the storyteller, the camera's telling me she's in charge. Mm-hmm. She's doing all the talking. She's doing all the whatever, whatever. She's asking the questions. I don't think the men said anything. I don't believe so. So another another girl comes up, Asian girl comes up. She's talking to another Asian girl, spits in her face. Yeah. And then she tells, hold her down, breaks her bicep. What I'm doing is I'm following the story. Mm-hmm. What story are you telling me? What's happening? I'm not going, ugh. Violence against women. It's like, well, yeah, violence against women because this is a story about violence and there happen to be women in it. Sure. It's not a story of an oppressive, like, this is not what I got. This is not what I got. Sure, sure. I'm not, I'm open to be wrong, but it's not a story of oppression of women by men mm-hmm. or oppression of black women by white women or white men or men or, that's not the story being told here. Yeah. There, there are three female leads in this story. Yeah. And there's violence from all three female leads against each other. Yeah. So I I don't see the comparison to Joker on Babs and Apocalypse on Mr. I just, I don't see it. I I mean, it's... Julia, the the writer of the piece, and I I should clarify, you Mm -hmm. know, what we're talking about here is we're having a conversation about someone's opinion. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is is certainly not objective truth, and it's not necessarily even news. This is someone's opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, But part of the reason I think it's worthy of talking about is I I think that this is going to be a popular angle, and there will be... I shouldn't say popular. I don't want to... Uh, disavow like the the significance of it. If you're triggered by something, then it, it that's valid. That's totally valid. But I I do have questions about the the title of the piece. Stop using extreme violence to sell your game. Why? If I'm selling a violent game, is is maybe not like you said the point of the piece. I wonder if maybe the editor uh, created that headline. I know editors usually make make a headline even when they did not write the piece. Uh, but there is a more important and I would say more nuanced point, which is in the subtitle. The subtitle is "It's time to step back and recognize the connotation of imagery." Now, while I don't necessarily see the same connotation that Julia sees in this trailer, I don't disagree with the practice of looking at the connotation of imagery. And there's a a small passage in here that I think is 
significant. Okay. Uh, Julia writes, providing a trailer with little to no context leads to more questions about how this trailer came to be. Okay. How many women were involved in the creation, editing, and approval of this trailer? Okay. In an industry and studio that's predominantly run by men, Mm -hmm. did women feel comfortable offering a critique? Okay. Now, my... I support that question. Mm-hmm. I support that question in just about any medium, mm-hmm. uh, especially since I, I wish I had the tweet up right now to look at and, and source. But uh, I saw that some statistics have been shared about how many black women and and men creators in Hollywood, like how many how many people in Hollywood are people of color. Mm-hmm. And it is a jarring, tiny amount as far as the creative positions sure. go. Um, and it, it does, I think, beg the question, you know, who was present for this? You know, who, who, was, who wasn't around to make it? What voices are projecting this out here? And do we capture the spirit of the thing carefully? What, what are we even talking about? Like, I'm, uh, bear with me. Yeah. What are we talking about right now? Like, I'm, it's, it's floating away from me. It's kind of like, well, how many people were in the, which point are you making? Sure. Like, not, not you, but like, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what are we talking about? Yeah. You can't keep moving the goalpost. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about how many people were in the writer's room? Let's have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have the conversation about not using violence to sell your video games? Let's have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have the conversation about how there's violence against women? Like, which conversation are we having? Yeah. Because you can't just, make one point that's shaky by making a point about something that's concrete sure because they don't go together so to ask well i know statistically there aren't that much there isn't that much representation in naughty dog so my point about violence against women is right so you may well wait a minute you're saying that it makes an assumption well what i'm saying is maybe but we can't just jump from point to point to make your point like what are you saying? Like, what is the point you're making and make that point? Uh-huh. But don't use like adjacent points. You, you, have we talked about the truth swords thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So truth for internet, for those who don't know, the whole truth swords idea is I have a sword of truth. And that's, and, and that, that, that is my point. The point I'm saying is 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. It is objectively true. And let's say Adam, for example, has another true sword. He has another true point. It's not the same point, yeah. but his point is true. And often what happens with me and my friends, me and Adam, sometimes me and my wife, and I'm sure with plenty of other people in the future is you have a, there can be only one. Like right, you, have, you, Highlander two, situation. You, you have your two swords of truth and you're going king, king, king. Like only my truth can exist. If I'm right, you must be wrong. Sure. But the thing is, we're both right about the separate points we're making. Sure. My point is accurate. Your point is accurate. We're not making the same point. Mm-hmm. So let's put the swords down and just acknowledge, hey, fair point. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know if there's a lot of representation in Naughty Dog. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Cool. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Now, um, that violence in that trailer was this violence against women. Yes, it was violence against women because the point of the trailer was to show a violent situation in a violent environment and we wanted to show representation in this world. Mm -hmm. Wait, did you, would you, what, 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 what did you want? Would it be better if it was all men? Like what exactly are you? And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying, what are you asking for? What is your critique? Sure. Because I'm, 
I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, what are you saying? I think that's a worthy question to ask because this, this piece is a reaction to something that is disturbing. And it, the trailer is disturbing. It, job well done. It, for, it did and what I, it And I think that was, the, that, that was the intent. It was designed right. to make you go, oh my God, whoa, yeah, right. whoa. Uh, and, and the- Achievement unlocked. The piece is definitely a, a collection of, of responses to the trailer itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you in that maybe what would have been more- productive is simply to ask the question who who made the trailer you know who who was around when the trailer was made i have feelings about this i have questions about this but before i can even get to my feelings about this I'm like who who made let this? me ask some questions who was a part of this because when i read this piece this piece is don't yeah stop stop it is you very, did it was very commanding you did yeah. don't do and it's it's almost like a how dare you kind of thing. Oh yeah, I would and say it's so. like I don't, uh, uh, I, I don't know that you have a leg to stand on there. Here's the thing that I can say: you're triggered. I respect that. Yeah, and that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't I don't want you to feel that way. You're uncomfortable. That sucks. Sure. I I really you know what I mean. Like that's not. That sucks. No one wants to feel that way. That's horrible. So, so don't do anything else I don't like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, yeah. hold, now hold on now. Sure. You got to own your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. However, you don't have to play this game. Do you think this is a hot take? What do you mean? Like, this, this long piece... It's a, long, it's a long hot take if it's a hot take. Well, that's the thing. But like the hot take, sometimes I think a hot take has to do with the brevity of a thought and also the general reactiveness. Like the hot take is, let me just boil everything down into one real little thing. And the boil down here would effectively be uh, the people who made this are unaware of the connotation of the imagery. Like men made this. And they don't understand what they're playing with. You're playing with fire. Well, maybe, but uh, uh, Again, this and this is the point I want to try to be clear about. Yeah. What conversation are we having? Mm. Like, you want to have a conversation about representation? Let's have it. Do you want to have a conversation about violence? Let's have it. But you want to have a conversation about violence against women? Mm-hmm. Okay, what kind of violence against women do you want to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, but you have, I need clarity on what exactly we're talking about. Sure. Because what I'm seeing is a bunch of statements being made, but I'm struggling to find the thread. Again, I'm open to being helped to see the thread. And I'm not even landing at like, you're wrong. Sure. I'm kind of going, huh? Sure. Like, what What are you saying? Like, yeah. what? Because the statement is stop using violence to sell your video games. And I go, no, don't stop selling using violence to sell your violent video games. Please, if you want to sell me a Batman game, show me Batman being violent, please. Yeah. If you want to sell me uh, a Captain Marvel movie, please show me Captain Marvel punching and getting punched. Please. No. If you show me a Captain Marvel movie and she's there's no violence happening I'm going to be very let down yeah if you, like because that's the nature of the story we're telling and, and so the you, thing is, is you can't jump into a genre of a thing yeah and then start policing it like what do you guys do what's all this violence huh. it's, it's a it's a violent genre nope 
I'm uncomfortable. Well, you should you should probably leave this genre because this is a this the, the genre of this is horror. Well, I don't like all that demonic stuff. Well, mm. the nature of this genre is to play and tell stories that deal with demonic and spiritual things. Maybe this genre isn't for you. There there are a few but, things. But but here's the one thing I want to say. If it's like well, it seems like in this genre, what often happens is women are scantily clad. There's always the final girl. She's always mm. seems to be ditzy and and, and happening. Now, okay, they, like, now I can refrigerators. Right, like, you now I can follow you. I can follow sure. the line that you're. And again, my, I want to be clear. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I can't follow what you're saying. Sure. If you're saying this is the pattern I see, and here is another example of it. So I'm using this as an example to make my point, which is. Mm-hmm. In this, I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting it. Yeah. So, like, here's here's what this is in this is in the article. That's right. It says Neil Druckmann, creative director of Naughty Dog, told Shaq News then that the violence players would encounter in The Last of Us wasn't perfunctory, but to serve a purpose. Quote: The violence you see inside this world isn't gratuitous and over the top just for the sake of being violent. Druckmann said it's setting a tone. It's setting a reality that Joel and Ellie are having to deal with. Everything has to feel tense. Everything has to feel grounded in reality. The reason why we're going for such realistic violence is because we want you to believe that the stakes are high for Ellie and Joel. Now, this is in her piece. That's right. So I'm like. What are we? You quoted. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Because this is explaining it to you. So if you just command C, command V, copy and paste from Last of Us to Last of Us Part Two, and you take that context, here is the context. You don't understand? Let me help you understand. Sure. This is the intent. I we are designing it, creating it, making it. You're confused. Let me give you clarity. Sure. Here's why this is like. This, but then you insert women. It's like oh, blah, 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 blah. well, I I, I, I think I think there's a, a strong point to be made here, and the the point is that violence against women as entertainment is is a pattern. It's something that's observable as okay. a pattern throughout. Okay. Yeah, throughout any means of entertainment, sure, you right? Know? Uh, the woman was murdered. the The wife was beat up. Yeah, the maid was uh, uh, slapped. You, yeah. you know, like yeah. violence against women in entertainment is something to look at and be like, mm, wh- "Why are we doing this? Where does this come from? Who tells these stories? Why are we doing this? Sure, why? Yeah, I think, I think that's key. Why? Mm-hmm. When I watch the actual story that was told in this trailer. I go, I know enough to understand. Now, that's the other thing, and that's something we're, that I want to pull from. We're not, what we're not talking about, what this, this article is not talking about violence against women. Mm-hmm. It's talking about this trailer right here. I have a problem with this trailer. That's right. And I'm going, I don't, I don't think this is a, you know what I want, I'm going to say this and I'm going to shut up. Okay. I think you're trying to make a good point because uh-huh. I've done it. Uh-huh. You've done it. We've all done it. And it's like, you know, it's like that one time when I, when I took that, when I took, the, you know, I took the car. It's like, but you took the car without permission. You're like, oh, uh, bad example. Let me give you another example. I think that's what sure. happened. It's like you're using, you, you're trying to make a valid point, but you're losing me because the example you're using is like, well, that's not a good example. And right. if that's what you're using to make your, make your point, I, I can't follow. If you sure. were to use another example... I'd be able to go, ah, okay, okay, I understand what you're saying. And as a person, like, as a person of color, I I have experience when I'm making points, mm-hmm. I got to be careful what I use to make my point. Right. Because people are constantly trying to find ways to invalidate me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
what I'm kind of doing is I'm kind of going, mm, sis, like if you're going to make this point, you better make it rock solid because mm-hmm. this is not a good point. Mm-hmm. The point you're trying to make, I think I can look ahead and go solid point. But if we were, let's say, let's say we were like, like me and one of the guys at the apprenticeship and he's trying to make, he's showing me like a design he's doing. He's going, I'm trying to do this. And I'm going, I see what you're trying to do. I don't think that's a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Valid thing you're trying to do, but bro, like, Maybe use a different thing because I'm having a hard time following the story because you're setting it up on shaky ground. Yeah. And the further we get along, I can't follow you because you've set the expectation. This is this this is what we're talking about. And I'm going, can we change that? In the in the spirit in the spirit of that and in the spirit of of what I think that we do with comic book junto. What I would want to do in response to this piece is first identify what I believe I agree with, mm-hmm. uh, which is the the pattern of violence against women in media in entertainment is a pattern mm-hmm, and yes. something to look at yes. and ask questions about yes i i totally agree with that i um, do i do as well and i also furthermore agree with the practice of well hold on of, what kind of violence well i think well i don't i would say it doesn't matter what kind of violence because the bigger question is who is telling the story Wait, and on. why you, you this is an example of like you lost me because you go violence against blacks is bad well what kind doesn't matter no, well that that's not the point that's not the point it it matters less it because what i'm saying is violence you have to make some context assumptions here and do you yeah yeah you do and uh, or or research them but i don't have literal statistics to tell you but what i understand about hollywood and what i understand about uh video game developers is there are more men in these realms telling stories in in high authority than there are women and that means that i want to ask the question of who is telling the story and why and for what reason so giving that understanding that i believe i have i i I would love to be proven wrong but i don't think i will be given that understanding that i hold when i when i'm talking about violence against women in entertainment i'm i'm wondering why it's there well this is what adam this is what i'm saying this is an example of like if we can create context if we can create accountability of what we're talking about sure. then i can go amen sure but without accountability and without context i'm like what are you talking about uh-huh because but you have to take it a step at a time well this is this is the step that i think is the appropriate next step uh-huh. when you say listen man like violence against blacks is terrible it's like, well, what do you mean by violence against blacks? Man, when the police are doing to like, okay, context, that's what you're talking about. Sure. I understand. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that that's an important thing to make because mm-hmm. if you don't do that, if you don't create that context, then we are not having the same conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's what, that's the point. So when you say violence against women, I'm going, please specify for the sake of clarity, for those that don't agree with you, because I think that there is an expectation that we're talking to people who already agree with us. And we don't need to explain nuance because you get me. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you do. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as a person of color, as a black man, this is something I don't get that. I don't get to just assume everybody agrees with me. Sure. I have to 
set the table. I have to set the scene. Yeah. I got to break it down. I got to almost make it rock solid and like airtight mm -hmm. so that you can't go and say, well, violence against blacks is bad. Well, what about black on black crime? Sure, sure. That nuance, that, that's what I'm saying. As a black man, I don't have the privilege to just go, you know what I mean. Well, they, I got, well let, me, let me get this out. I got to go. I got to say what I'm exactly what I'm talking about is the way that the police have treated mm -hmm. black men and women in comparison to like, I got to make my case, make my point so that when someone counters it, they're able to go. I'm able to go. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. So let's stop talking about that. Well, you know, what about what about what you do to your own community and selling drugs? Accountability, fam. This is the conversation we're having. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we can move forward because it's little nuanced stuff like this that if we don't address it, it starts to spiral. And next thing you know, we're talking about something and we're way off the point. And we're skipping things. And we're not even really addressing what the issue is. So when it comes to, and this is me, I'm trying to, again, I'm loving curiosity, but also at the same time, I'm like, this is what I'm saying. It's like violence against women. I'm going as Kampuk Junto. Let's do the hard work of going, please specify, mm -hmm. violence, what kind of violence against women so that we're all having the same conversation? Yeah, but well, my, my, my gut response is, would be to, ask, to answer the question with a question, which is, what kind of violence against women would be okay? Is it okay for us? Was, is violence against Wonder Woman okay? We saw in Wonder Woman's movie? Well, I, so the context being like violence against Wonder Woman is, uh, is, is certainly different because Wonder Woman is the protagonist of the film and we assume that she would be the person who wins and, and those sorts of things. So I suppose the clarity, she doesn't win? Is the, the the clarity okay would be, well, I mean, it would be real shitty if someone took a hammer to her bicep and we didn't understand what why. What if that's part of the story? What if it, <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. Like there's a level of, in, there's a level of entitlement that you have to understand. Sure. Like I, as a storyteller, you, you're coming to, to hear my story. Uh, this is the same thing we talk about with toys. Well, I don't like the way you bashed your bicep in. Do you want to hear the story I'm telling or not? Sure. Because if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to play the game. Well, then I think an you know important, important piece of clarity could be um, violence against women or, or you know, you, violence against women is sort of the placeholder phrase right now because mm -hmm. it's a conversation that we're having. But mm -hmm. things that reinforce uh, negative stereotypes. There we go. And reinforce uh, oppressive there social structures. There we go. Now th those yes. things, when we use those without care, yes. Then now there's question of yeah. who is a part of this. That's the that's the kind of nuance and specificity yes. we need. Yes. Like because that because now we know exactly what we're talking about. Sure. Like violence that continues the stereotypical way that women have been depicted in Hollywood and movies for X, Y, Z. For example, bop, bop, bop. Mm -hmm. This is the context of what That's we're right. talking about. Yeah. Now, let's move forward. I'm saying, it, okay, but if it's like, well, what about when women call each other bitch? Mm -hmm. Why can't I call you that? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, that's not, it's the same thing with, I mean, and the reason why I'm doing this is because I'm not a woman, but I am black. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the well. You why, have why, you have a level of 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 understanding what it means to be in social dynamics where you don't have the upper hand all the time. Yeah, and people are going to speak down to you or not have expectations. Or, why can't I say nigga? Y'all say nigga to each other. Right. Okay, let's talk about what exactly yeah. that means and why. Well, I mean, 
y'all are offending each other, so I don't see how I'm aff- Okay. Yeah. So we gotta yeah. we gotta create context. I have to break this. I have to create an environment where it's airtight, mm-hmm. so that now if I'm actually gonna take my time to explain this to you, I'm not gonna waste my time talking in a circle with someone because I haven't created accountability. And if I can't create conversational accountability with you, we have nothing to talk about. I think an important component of this is the fact that the franchise that we're talking about is. The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And it comes from a company that we've experienced tell nuanced, progressive, inclusive, mm-hmm. or or attempting to a real mm-hmm. really genuinely, I believe, valiantly making an attempt to be inclusive and be better about their stories and tell better stories that are allowing more people to be protagonists, mm-hmm. allowing more people to be antagonists, allowing more nuance and, and gray area. And in when I watch a trailer like this for the sequel to a game that I've experienced, yep. my I do have some assumptions based on what the game has proven to me previously. Mm-hmm. They've, they've shown me that they can balance things in a, a way that is mindful and unique and interesting. And it, they've proven to me at least once in this franchise, you know, never mind the, the Uncharted games, which I think do it quite well. Um, but they've shown me that they aren't doing this carelessly. This isn't reckless mm-hmm. because I've experienced it before and it wasn't reckless then. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the message that it was making. So I, I include that in my understanding of why the violence is depicted, what, why I'm seeing what I'm seeing in this trailer for the sequel to the game, I include the faith that I have in the company as storytellers mm-hmm. for doing this the right way. Mm-hmm. Does it hurt to look at and make me feel queasy? Yep. Yep. Do I think that's the point? Yeah. yeah. Do I want to understand more? Because I, it's hard for me to just look at these nameless people Killing each other? Yeah. Key, yeah, I want. Key what you just said there. Mm. I want to understand. I do. What I'm hearing you say is, I haven't come to a judgment because I don't have all the information. Sure. And that's my critique. Mm-hmm. Fair question. I'm struggling with the judgment. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. Like, what exactly are they doing? Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on a minute. Back up. Ask the questions. Push the boundaries. Critique. Discuss. Dialogue, love and curiosity, press, you know, like fight the power, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, in the movement towards inclusion, in the movement towards representation, in the movement towards equality, in the movement towards um, movement against um, stereotypes and tropes yeah. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Nuance is important. It, context and nuance is king. We can't just go, well, y'all. Y'all all know what I'm saying. You you know what I mean. And and this is me. I'm talking about me. I'm not telling anybody else how, how to be. But for me, it's so important because if I find in my experience, if I don't do that, mm-hmm. if I don't create context, I don't. It, it's re- very difficult for me to make any kind of movement forward. And that's sure. we we talked about this when we went to go see Tanahasi. Yeah. Just the mentality of how you have to think and be as a person who is in the, in the minority. Yeah. Yeah. It's you part of the reason why Ta-Nehisi Coates says, and, and he says, uh, white people are crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, of course, white people are going to have a hard time with that assessment. This is a great example. This is a, a, Adam, this is a great example. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, white people? What do you mean, white people? What do you the, mean, crazy? One of the first things he did yeah. was go, let me clarify what I say when I mean white. Yeah. So, 
Tanahashi said many times when he was when he spoke yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, such and such and such, and you know, white people are crazy, <laughs> and so and so and so, and he would say in these different <laughs> scenarios, white people are crazy, and he would get a laugh, and it would get a so and so and so, but then someone says, can you expound a little bit more? Black man stands up. Can you expound a little more on white people are crazy? What do you mean by that? And he goes, he didn't say this, but what he did is. Let's create context and accountability, mm-hmm. conversational context and accountability. Yeah. So when I finish this and I say white people, you know what I'm saying. Sure. White people isn't, isn't just race, isn't just skin color, isn't just ethnicity. He's saying it's a mentality yeah. that those things somehow objectively make you better right. than other people. Right. And to subscribe to that, is what I mean when I say white people. Yeah. Because the color of my skin is pale, mm-hmm. because my ethnicity comes from a particular place, because my racial identity and the culture that I live in has, has been assigned this, mm-hmm. just because of those things that I had nothing to do, I am objective in, in your mind. This, this is the mentality of the white person he's talking about. Yeah. I am objectively better than you. I'm entitled to more than you. Right. I, I should get more than you. If you get more than me, there's some sort of injustice going on. Yeah, to, be, to believe in and endorse and participate in the white supremacy, you have to be crazy. And he goes on, to, and again, so now if you just say that alone, so now that he's created context for white people. Yeah. That's an example, right? So now he goes... And the entire world around you agrees. Mm-hmm. Institutions, schools, businesses, m- media, yeah. news, television, movies, stories. It's constantly perpetuating this story, this narrative over and over and over and over and over again to the point that it's like saying the sky is yellow. That's right. Yeah. When people who don't have that, they look up at the sky and they go, the sky is not Yellow, it's no. blue. Yeah. But people who live in this reality, mm-hmm. you gotta, he goes, you gotta think about what that does to people. Mm-hmm. What kind of person do you become when just because you are who you are, you're better than someone else? That might make you crazy. Yeah. And that context makes you go, oh, so when you say white people are crazy, that's what you mean. Mm-hmm. You're not saying because my skin tone, I'm crazy. You're saying this, you, you are a by, you're crazy, crazy is a byproduct of what you were born into. Sure. You know what I mean? Now, if you continue moving forward, then you're just ignorant. If, we, if we're trying to educate you and you're like, I don't want to be educated. Sure. You know what I mean? That's different. Yeah. But that's an, that's a great. Yeah, exactly. I, I, mean, I mean, I think that's something that resonates because I, I am a person who is capable of hearing that and understanding what that means, mm-hmm. finding an uncomfortable truth in it because I'm white and I was raised to participate in my whiteness yes. and everything that comes with it. <laughs> and uh, at, in, my, in my adult years, I'm learning the objective definition of a lot of these things that yes. would have triggered me long ago. What do you mean I'm sa- you're saying that I'm part of the white supremacy? I'm not a white supremacist. I'm not racist. I don't, but at that time, like, I don't know what racism truly means or what supremacy actually entails. And for someone to say white people are crazy is... Now, at, at 30, is spending a lot of time, a lot of time focusing on opportunity to ask questions, mm-hmm. not making assumptions, <laughs> learning uh, uh, from people of color and, and, and voices that were not integrated into my 
like formative years, right? When I was a youth, um, paying attention to that. Now I, I can hear that sentence and get it and understand. And I got to tell you, I didn't get it the way he explained it until he explained it. Sure, sure. I heard it in the way that uh, man, y'all crazy. In mm-hmm. the sense of like, why do people? It's all, like I heard it almost in a way that is prejudging people because of their ethnic background, sure, their skin tone, and their you know, the race that they're associated with. Yeah, most like people you bandy pe- the term around. People say, like, man, that's crazy. It's very easy to use those words. It's very easy to accidentally diminish mm-hmm. the value of the word. But I'm so glad that we were able to hear him break it down sure. and go, it's the systemic, like, organ, like the way the world works. Yeah. That, when he said that, might make you crazy. Yeah. It's like the byproduct of being a part of being told that and sold that and shown that and feeling that and living that and experiencing that, that might cause you to act a certain kind of way that other people who don't have that same experience. Like we were talking about something before this, um, before we started recording that might make, make other people look at you and go, how do you hate me? Because I'm, my skin's different. That's crazy. It is. You crazy. hate me just because my skin's different than you. My ethnic background's different than you. My sexual orientation is different than you. My just because of that. Yeah. Like, but that that's and it's legitimately like, well, that's crazy. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I try to think like you and try to arrive at your conclusion, I always end up with something different mm-hmm. because one plus one is not seven hundred fifty-seven. Like. It's never going to be that. The sky is not yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And you have to lie to yourself. You have to lie to your children. You have to alter the past. You got to take a cosmic cube to reality (laughs) in order to make the sky yellow. Yeah. Yeah. That might make you crazy. Um, And all of that, you know, I think ties into, you know, being able to be the type of person who asks for more information, yes. who asks for clarity. Yeah, help who, me understand. Who is who's working really hard to learn more about the situation so you can have a recognition of privilege and social dynamics and the patriarchy and white supremacy. And how that all plays a role in geek culture. Exactly. And that's exactly. the thing that, and that's what Kamabu Junto is about. That's what the philosophy of geek culture is. It's not just going, oh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. It's like, but how does that apply to, yeah. you know, how does that to, to, to the world that I live in? Like, mm-hmm. what, what, is, what does that all have to do with my community, my culture, and the world that I live in? Yeah. So yeah. that's episode, what are we, 78? 78. Episode 78. That's the one. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Who would have thought The Last of Us Part 2 <laughs> would have taken tra- us there? A trailer. For the game that's not hey. out. But you know what? Like they, it, it really does speak to something that is very easy to do. What's that? Which is to react to what we see. Mm. And when you react and, and you find a way to use a language to talk to people that you think agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like we're all on the same terms here. We you know, you know what I mean? Like, right. And it's, I'm, I'm not saying this to throw uh, the writer of that article under the bus right. or anything. This is but this th- is like, real. This is, this is what happens when you put Stuff out in the world. Yeah, critique. Right. And the critique, my intent, if it came across this way or not, my intent, my intent, my intent, my intent was to try to make it better. Yeah. To try to go, well, what? Like, huh? You know what I mean? Last week I did this. And last week I went through this with, with my girlfriend, with Timory. Mm-hmm. And I had to, you know, write it back and say, 
I worded that wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, what I said, what I know, what I what meant, I meant to, to say. say I, I also know I worded that. I didn't. I meant to say this. I yeah. didn't say what I meant to say, and I understand how you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I say that again? You know, can I, can I try? Do you want to write that one down? No, no, no. I'm saying, can I try it a different <laughs> way? You know, that's because yeah. we've all done that. Mulligan, take yeah. two. You know what? Yeah. You ever find yourself arguing a point and you know you said it wrong? Yeah. You know you're wrong. But the thing but is, you just you, don't want to back it up. You don't want to. Speaking of lying to yourself, you, you got to lie to yourself. You'd be like, am I the type of person who is going to back down from this and admit in front of everybody? No. No. You digging deeper. You digging deeper. What I, what, what about you? And you start putting on another person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Philosophy of geek culture. Oof. All from comic books and video games. It's a doozy. And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Also, comic book junto. Oh. Uh, Civil, uh, Civil War, uh, World War. What's the game? What? What is Words. the game Did called? You just Call of Duty World War Two? Huh? Call of Duty World War Two. Okay. Zombies. Yes. Are you interested in playing that? Uh, no. Well, we're gonna play it. Internet. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do. I'm interested in playing a PlayStation. With, I'm interested in playing with other people, like yes. Comic Book Junto play. Yeah, let's do uh, a Comic Book Junto PlayStation group. If you yeah. guys are into it, does any of these games that came out? That are coming out yeah. that are like, because there is a co-op for Call of Duty World War II Zombies. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm into let's, co-op let's, for let's games make like it happen. Far Cry coming out. I'm in, co-op games or or uh, player versus player stuff that we can get a group together. Let's do it. It's so much more fun when you know the people. Listen, man, the Rabbit cast was, the Rabbit, uh, you know, CBJ binge. Mm-hmm. The watch party was fun. Maybe we can get some stuff going with games too. So, love it. At Octavius A. Newman, at Comic Book Junto. At Adam Tedderus, let us know if you guys are into that. That's right. And also let us know what your thoughts are on episode 78 of Comic Book Junto. Um, what else we got, Adam? Anything else? Uh, I believe we're lining up to have a new one-shot coming. Oh, you got they got it already. Oh, they got yeah, Thor. Yeah, Thor came out. All yeah. right. So if you're listening to this right now, Thor Ragnarok is officially out. Yes. It's in theaters. Theaters. Do not wait. Theater. Don't sleep on that film. And as soon as you've seen the movie, listen to our one shot. Which is already out. Octavius and I talked about it last week, and we shared that episode with you today. Seems like the next one shot we have coming out is... JL. Justice League. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm nervous. Well, we're going to see. <laughs> Stop watching trailers. You'll be all right. I'm done. I'm done. But yeah, go go watch Thor Ragnarok. Listen to our one shot. Let us know what your letter grade is. Um Leave us five stars and a positive comment. Subscribe on iTunes to Kambu Junto. Um, tweet at us. Let us know what you thought of episode 78, what you want to see in future episodes. Please consider being a Patreon member. Help us continue to grow, mm-hmm. flourish, and blossom That's right. as a podcast and as we make more and more stuff as we go for you guys. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. That's the show, man. That's it. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. Oh, oh, oh.